you've been learning about value investing, finance, just regular investment for a while now, but you don't know where to go next. You're getting confused about the vast amount of information on the internet. You don't want to waste your time on crap information. You want good information um, and reliable information. In this series of videos on value investing and finance education, you will find those answers to those questions and much more. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing and Finance Education. Hey, Jason here. Um, today I want to give my thoughts on something that was quite odd. Um, news came out as of this recording, I believe two days ago, that um, President Trump and the Securities and uh, Exchanges Commission, SEC in the United States, is considering doing away with quarterly reports. Um, so I want to give my thoughts on that because I'm sure some of you are thinking it's insane. It, it's pretty radical, frankly. I think uh, quarterly reports have been coming out probably since the 30s, 40s, the, probably the 30s, the 30, what's it, 33 and 34 um, so, uh, SEC Act, um, when a lot of the SEC regulations first started during the uh, Great Depression, um, and there's still regulations that, a lot of regulations and financial reports that follow that. So I assume that quarterly reports have been coming out since then. So that is, what, 80 years ago almost? It's a long time. Um, so pretty much everybody watching this, I would assume is under the age of eighties. No, that's 90 years ago. Cause my grandpa was born in 44. So that's 90 years ago. So I'm going to assume that everybody watching this video is younger than about 95, hundred years old. Um, so we've dealt with quarterly reports, pretty much our financial lives. Um, again, if that's the date they actually started coming out, I don't know when the quarterly reports started coming out. If that is the case, we've dealt with quarterly reports our entire life. So what are my thoughts on them possibly going away and are they useful? Um, frankly, quarterly reports aren't very useful, um, for me. What I do, my process, if you watch the case study series, series at all, I've shown you my exact process from beginning when I begin to look for companies, how I look for companies, to the preliminary analysis, to finding companies and reading through their financials, which we're still doing in the case study series right now. But if you haven't watched that series, my process is after finding a company that A, I want to research, B, fits, uh, meets my criteria for preliminary, or meets or exceeds my criteria for preliminary analysis. I then download the most, if this is a U.S. company, I download the most recent annual report, most recent quarterly report, and most recent proxy report. If for an overseas company, I download the most recent 20F, which is their version of a financial report. Um, and that has more information and it has the kind of shareholder information, remuneration for executives, uh, pay for executives, those kind of things um, that are typically in the proxy reports here in the U.S. So that's my process. If a company breaches that, then I just read the annual reports going back five, 10 years, whatever the case may be. I don't, the only quarterly report I ever read is the most recent quarterly report. And that's if the, um, the most recent annual report isn't the most recent quarterly report. So what I typically do 
when I look through quarterly reports is just updated information. That's it. The, the quarterly reports aren't audited. So there's less, A, there's less information in there. B, because they're, they don't have to put as much information in there, they put a lot less information. Typically, annual reports are 50 to 150 pages. Quarterly reports are typically under 50 pages, um, unless it's just some gigantic company, which I typically don't research very often. So there's the information isn't audited. There's far less information in there. And Google, you can find anything you want on Google. If the company, and this is another thing I do, is I, or I research kind of any news since the last annual report or last quarterly report came in. I see research any important news. Is there a merger? Is there an acquisition? Is there a um, kind of a major red flag? Is there, is the company's uh, financials, are they going to shit? Um, these kind of things. And again, you can find these on Google. Uh, so, and obviously you can find there's a lot more information now than there was 90 years ago. Um, Right here, there's more information here than, than there was on the entire Apollo spaceship. Supposedly, um, you always uh, you see that that there's more information and more technology here in this phone right here than there is that took the U.S. to the moon in the 60s. And again, this is from the 30s, so they didn't have nearly as much information then. So, I don't frankly find the quarterly reports that useful. For those reasons and also i'm a long-term investor i don't care about um quarterly earnings at all i don't care about um quarterly fluctuations in stock price at all um the only thing that i care about kind of on a shorter term basis when it comes to investments i either own or i'm looking at is is the management doing stupid stuff are the operations deteriorating? Um, is the profitability at the, the company's operations deteriorating? Those kind of things. And even then, it has to be a major deterioration that's going to be kind of long-term or that I expect to be long-term to be an issue. If it's just kind of a short-term dip and then I expect them to go back up, then it's not a big deal. So I don't find quarterly reports very useful. Um, again, for the reasons I've already talked about, um, I just don't find them useful, to be honest. Uh, there's no footnotes in them, which is, to me, the most important point of the annual report. Um, or if there are, they're very limited. Um, and typically, it's based off of some kind of development during the quarterly, quarterly reports. Um, so that's kind of what I want to talk about in this video. So I don't think they're useful. Uh, which means I think that they're generally a waste of time for companies to do time, time, resources, capital, whatever, generally a waste of time. Uh, most companies also on their quarterly kind of presentations or whatever to investors and analysts don't talk about anything important anyways. Uh, most time people just look for people to screw up unless somebody screws up. There's really no news. Um, Elon Musk having a mini meltdown last week or the week before is a perfect example. Um, I don't find them useful. To me, it's a waste of money, time, capital. Um, and to me, if they went away, it wouldn't be a big deal. As long as they still have to, as long as the companies still have to report information 
via 8Ks, uh, Form 4s, um, what are the other kind of announcement forms? Um, I think 8Ks cover most of the announcements. If the companies still have to report major news, which I'm sure they will have to, to shareholders and the public um, in a timely manner or whatever the kind of legal wording is, I have no problem with quarterly reports going away. Um, again, I'm a long-term investor thinking about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road. Um, I don't care about quarterly fluctuations. Um, if there is a merger, acquisition, buyout, going private transaction, I'm sure the company will still have to report that and that'll be found on Google. Um, I frankly, I, yeah, I just, I mean, you can literally find just to, if you know what to look for and you're good enough at Google, you can find any information you want that is publicly available. So I don't think they, they're useful. I won't be sad when they go away. Um, well, pretty much won't bother me at all. Again, as long as they have to continue reporting information to public shareholders in a timely manner, or again, whatever the legal kind of description and wording there is, which I assume they will still have to. Um, because you still public still needs to know the information. So um, again, those are kind of my thoughts. I'm sure they're a, di a lot different from a lot of people um, because again, quarterly reports have been around for how many ever decades um, and there was less information in the past, but I grew up in the age of technology. Um, so, and I love technology. And again, Google has all the public information you'd ever need. So um, those are kind of my thoughts on it quarterly reports possibly going away uh when i first saw it it was kind of a knee jerk i was like why that's stupid um but that's just kind of the human reaction to resist change and at the more i thought about it over the weekend the more i was like i don't really read quarterly reports anyways so it wouldn't affect me hardly at all again the only quarterly report i ever read is the most recent quarterly if it wasn't if the most recent quarterly wasn't the most recent annual report that's it um so I always rely on news that has come out subsequent to the most recent quarterly or financial or proxy report. Um, so Google and the annual report and Morningstar for most of my data and Yahoo Finance on occasion uh, and the company's own financial reports, um, which again are mostly annual reports, presentations, those kind of things, not the quarterly reports. So. Um, it won't bother me at all. I'd love to hear your thoughts, um, especially since, again, I'm sure I'm probably in a minority on this. Like many things um, kind of value investing finance related, I'm sure I'm in the minority on this, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, do you think I'm wrong? What do you use quarterly reports for? Those kind of things. I'd love to hear those comments below. Um, if you're watching this video, make sure to check out our other videos in this series where we talk about uh, finance and value investing and investing education, where we talk about things like I give my thoughts on retirement plans and them oftentimes being scams. Why I don't invest in gold and silver? Why I don't invest in crypto? Um, the worst company I've ever evaluated, those kind of things. Um, make sure to check out our other series, uh, case study or our other series. Um, we have case study series. We have value investing in your car, which talks about um, things like the most useful investing metrics, the most useless investing metrics, book reviews, um, why the three um, three times you need to sell stock, um, those kind of things. Our case study series, our free training series. Um, we have a lot of series. Make sure to watch all those as well. If you like this video, make sure to like, 
share, and subscribe. And also, when the, uh, if you subscribe, hit the bell so you're notified anytime we release a new video and we're making new videos every single day. Um, thanks for watching. And again, I'd love to hear your comments below, whether you're watching this on YouTube or on the blog um, or wherever you're watching it, Facebook, wherever. Um, love to hear your comments on where I may be wrong, what, I've, what, I've mit, what I may have missed. Um, and until then, I'll see you in the next video. Thanks for watching. Bye.